Hello and welcome back to Underlying Frequencies. Uh, this is the first episode back of the semester. Very exciting times. Um, insert little clapping noise right here. So um, today we're going to talk about campus dining. It doesn't really have anything to do with movies or the medium, but this is my podcast, so that this is what I will do. So um, do you want to hear something very funny and hilarious? What's really nasty and gross and makes you poop a lot and um, nobody will fix it. Okay, I'll tell you. It's the it's the food. It's the it's the food on campus. <laughs> Insert laugh track. Anyways, so um, if you have not heard, um, campus dining is doing some silly, goofy things. So not all of the dining halls will be open all the time. So like... For example, what was formerly known as the RFOC will be closed certain days of the week. And so where a lot of kids live on campus, because the Towers is the most populated place on campus, as we know, they won't be able to eat there, like on the weekends, I think it is, or just like certain times, certain days. And so they have to leave the Towers to go eat somewhere else. And on the surface, I guess this doesn't sound that bad, but when you think about it, it's not very good. It gets very cold in Michigan in the winter. So kids will have to walk outside in like sub-zero temperatures sometimes because global warming is happening and it gets really cold now. So they'll have to walk outside, walk like 15, 20 minutes, maybe 25 depending on the snow, I guess. Uh, let's just say 20 minutes you have to look like walk like 20 minutes to get to a different dining hall to eat because even the closest dining hall from like the towers which is like probably like where Herrig is and everything like that that's like far so you have to walk there in the cold to go eat also COVID is still going on I think a lot of us have forgotten that but there's like a disease uh kind of bad and so with COVID restrictions, we're not supposed to have that many people in one area at a time anyways, so that's very unsafe, especially if you don't want to, like, if you're one of the people who likes to eat the food in their rooms, because they have the little, the little carryout container thing, so you can go eat in your room, you don't really have that option to do that anymore, you have to be forced to be in a place that you might not want to be in, which is not good, especially because uh, CMU didn't require people to get vaccines, so there's some of you out there who are not vaccinated, very silly and very goofy, might I add. So that's dangerous. It will probably, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually, I'm kind of positive that that will lead to some more cases. Like I, I know like a lot of people are vaccinated, but that just seems like very unsafe and very not great. So yeah, first of all, walking outside in the cold. Second of all, COVID. But we continue on with the scenario because there's, there's more than just these two. So the food, a third of all, very bad. I know when I lived in the towers, shout out to the RIP, the RFOC, uh, the food was pretty bad a lot of the times. Um, not always that it tastes bad because sometimes it was kind of good. Like the chicken bowls were good. I remember back in the day, um, we used to have Italian night. That was very, that was very exotic and very tasty. I like spaghetti and cannolis and, and such. But, I mean, a lot of the times, 
it's the food isn't great anyways especially not if you go to the pizza place especially not if you go to the pasta place that's yucky poo poo garbage and so i know whenever i used to come back to eat in the rfuck after like christmas break or spring break or whatever i would poop so much like i know that's a really like gross thing to say but it's very true like i used to get so sick like i would like i remember one time my roommate Jenna, her parents were coming to look at our dorm for the first time, like freshman year. And while they were there, I was just like sitting in the bathroom on the toilet. And I didn't I didn't want to get out because I was pooping so much, like so much was coming out of my butt at one time. And I felt really awful and gross. And I used to have to drink a whole bunch of Gatorade because electrolytes and um, that would help me. But I had to drink Gatorade for like a solid two or three weeks. It was very upsetting. So that's not great if the food used to make me sick back then and it was okay it's definitely a lot worse now because people tell me how much worse it is now also I know firsthand how much worse it is now because I went to go see my little mentee in in the towers and eat a meal with him because he's my friend and my buddy and let me tell you what I ate I ate some kind of rice thing with vegetables and it tasted so bad that I had to put french fries on top of it and eat it with the french fries so I could distract myself from the flavor that's not great um also we switch food companies now so now the company that I know is doing campus dining like service prisoners and we can talk about prison reform and why that needs to be a thing because even prisoners like prisoners should not be eating bad food either because that's inhumane and wrong and not very nice but i mean if prisoners shouldn't be eating it students who pay a lot of money for meal plans shouldn't be eating it either that seems kind of silly to me um fourth of all some of the food is straight up like not safe to eat um i don't know if you follow cmu confessions on twitter i do it's a fun time um however one time i did try to i tried to shout out to them because i tried to send them um like a thing and i tried to say um hi cmu confessions here's what to post right and i was like cmu doesn't care about women or minorities and they wouldn't post it and i was very upset about it and then i've been discouraged to post to ask them to post anything for me ever since anyways um, anyways, so CMU Confessions, they posted, somebody posted a picture of the new um, Down Under food court, and they had a moldy bun, like there was mold on their hamburger bun, so that's not safe to eat, and then a fake student, because baby, we know that you're fake, everybody knows that you're not a real student, they tried to go on CMU Confessions undercover, and they were like, um, hello, can you stop complaining about the food on CMU Confessions? And if there's a moldy bun, will you please tell the students because you guys are blowing it out of proportion and it's very rude and we will solve the problem. But that's like illegal. Like it's illegal to serve somebody bad food. Like you will get sued in real life. This was a real life environment and not school. You would you would get shut down because that's a health code violation and somebody could get sick or die. Like food poisoning is very bad. So that's that's not good. Also, the fact that probably CMU knows that that has happened because people are talking about it so much and they're just like, well, we're going to pretend we didn't see this this one time. Very odd and strange to me. Food is not nutritious and, and good for you. Oh, also, um, the allergies, this is not good either. Like, like you know how like people are like gluten-free and, and such? Um, 
back when I lived in the towers, there weren't very many gluten-free options anyhow. And I know this because I have some friends who were gluten-free and they had to eat like salad all the time or they had to like wait for like a gluten-free pizza to come out and be made for them and stuff. Very silly. Or they had to eat sandwiches all the time so they're not getting good nutrition. I digress. So it's even worse now with the gluten-free options or with just like other health options. Like if you're like vegan or vegetarian like they don't have very many options and they they say they do so that's many issues right or and oh also i forgot to mention the biggest issue of them all which is that because a lot of the buildings here at cmu were built before the americans with disabilities act um yeah that's right i did research and i i i I know what i'm talking about anywho um they don't have ramps and they're not legally required to have ramps so that means a lot of these places where kids have to go eat now for their dining halls are not wheelchair accessible, which means a lot of people won't be able to even get into the building to eat, which also means in the wintertime when it's like snowy outside, you can't really like roll your wheelchair that much in the snow. I mean, maybe I don't know about Maybe I'll know about wheelchairs. I don't I don't know. But also I'm pretty sure it would be probably pretty difficult to wheel your wheelchair in the snow to get into a rampless building to eat crappy poop food. That is not good. And so now I'm moving to the second part of my story. Last week, well, I don't know when this podcast episode is gonna come out, probably in a while, but recently in um the middle of October, I will say, Bob Davies came to Uh, Northwest Apartments to like talk with some students and so my roommate and I Jenna Wozni very smart young lady she was like "Ooh, we should go talk to Bob Davies because I'm gonna talk to him about um the food stuff and we were scheming and we were like yeah that sounds great and then I sat there eating my buffalo wild wings I don't know why I ordered it that day for a couple minutes. And I was like, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know if I want to anymore. But then we both decided to go anyways. We're like, we'll just try it out. So we got there. We were eating pizza in the cold. And Bob Davies showed up with his wife. Uh, I don't know why she was there, but she was there. We'll get to that. It's actually an important detail. (laughs) So he came. Um, then I was, we were kind of, we were scheming again and we were like talking very loudly off in a corner about how bad the food was. We were like, damn, remember the Arfak pizza? It used to make us poop a lot. (laughs) And, and, uh, we did it with an earshot of Bob Davies, of course, because we're sneaky little gals, but he didn't acknowledge it. I'm pretty sure he heard it though, but I guess that was pretty, that was kind of, um, immature of me, I I will say, but it was also funny and true. So then later on, we actually did talk to him. Shout out to Jenna. She's very brave. And she talked to him first and she was like, let me ask you about some campus dining stuff. So basically she said everything I said in the beginning about how like it's not fair you have to walk outside to go eat somewhere. It's like that's a long walk. You shouldn't be forced to walk that way. Also, the food is not very good. And Bob Davies said several um, very silly, goofy answers. And he was also very defensive, might I add. Bob Davies said, first of all, one, that it's not that long of a walk. It's like five minutes. And I'm paraphrasing, but he did say it's it's about a five-minute walk. And then he gave an example about how a mom called him on Labor Day, and she was like, my son um, can't eat anywhere. 
like the dining hall is closed and he didn't know the dining hall was going to be closed and he he has nowhere to eat and he like he can't be expected to like not eat anything he doesn't have any food in his dorm or whatever and bob davies said there are other dining halls open it's it's not that far of a walk it's about a five minute walk and the mom i guess apparently said in response oh okay well he told me it was like a 30 minute walk so i guess he was just wrong so i'll just go tell him to go eat wherever and then so to respond to jenna after that he he said so you know there's a lot of misinformation out there mission for misinformation out there and um and people don't always tell the truth and jenna said well like i understand that but also i know because there's somebody that i go to class with who's an ra who's very familiar with this kind of stuff because she works in the building a uh, duh and also jenna said i've also just like seen on social media like people's first-hand accounts and pictures and real life examples and bob davies said oh so everything on the internet is true then we should believe everything on the internet and very jenna was very poised shout out to her again let me just what what a wonderful gal she was just like well i don't know i i believe it something like that i don't know i'm paraphrasing she was talking about the food she was like the food is not very good i know i used to live in the towers and i heard it's a lot worse now and bob davies said well at least it's food this is actually what he said he actually said well at least it's food like at least you're getting something which is a weird thing to say from somebody who's supposed to be an advocate for the students very odd and strange uh i feel like you know cmu is always like we put the students first we do we do uh bad food we do poo poo presidency and we we do uh, a little a little shaming of people asking genuine questions because they're concerned about the health and safety of our school she asked bob davies so like the wages because another thing was bob davies said that we used to have like three thousand um student workers for cafeterias and now we only have like 500 so that's why they had to close the different dining halls on different days and i said have you considered maybe increasing wages and he was like oh well wages are up wages are on par with the average michigan minimum wage all over campus and they're like 13 dollars an hour now and i said oh really in in the cafeterias and he was like oh no not in the cafeterias and i just think that's weird because if you need more workers for the cafeterias why wouldn't you raise the wages for the cafeteria workers instead of the other workers, which are obviously not as important because cafeteria workers serve the kids food. Also, I don't think that's true because I work a campus job and I get paid nine whatever an hour. And I don't know anywhere on campus, truly, that pays $13 an hour. So I don't think that's true. Though I could be wrong and I'll look it up and then I'll feel like a big goofy girl if I release this episode and I find out that it was $13. But needless to say it's not that much as a cafeteria worker and i said you know i know times are tough especially for cmu but you know wouldn't that kind of solve some problems and he was like nope we can't do it (laughs) and um later jenna asked him to go back to my original point um she was like you know mcdonald's is kind of a closer walk for some students and it pays 15 dollars an hour the one in mount pleasant pays 15 dollars an hour right now so wouldn't it make more sense to like pay our student workers a little bit more bob davies and his wife both said synchronously apparently oh so they can walk now as which is let me explain exactly if you if you didn't understand what was what's wrong with what he said i'll I'll break it down for you in in the simplest terms that i can muster so number one that's excluding people who have a disability 
who are unable to walk to work. We're talking about workers and not the rest of the student population. Number two, at McDonald's, which is closer, might I add, than a lot of the dining halls, you would have to pay for your food with money, cash, um, debit card, credit card, what have you, instead of getting your meals that are supposed to be included with your meal plan, which is not fair because the students already paid for a meal plan, so they deserve to get their their money, their their meals. They, do get, they deserve to get their money's worth of meals. Um, and we're talking about workers, not students, who which is different because you have a right to eat where you live. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have to walk to work, that's kind of different because you're getting paid to work, which is different than eating. And you shouldn't have to walk that far to eat. You know what I'm saying? Now we'll get to my portion of the questions. So I was focused more on not so much campus dining. I was focused more on um, nickname stuff. And I know this doesn't have anything to do with campus dining, but uh, I just want to give you maybe a little little insight into Bob Davies and his, his, his knowledge, his ways of thinking. He is a mysterious man, after all, always covering his dome with that silly little hat. So I asked him, I said, I'd love to take this opportunity to talk to you a little bit about the nickname. I've had the wonderful opportunity as a Mac scholar to take CGL. Um, and I learned in that class about the nickname and about how it's maybe not so great that we use it and about how although um, some Native people were involved in the decision, some people from the Saginaw Chippewa tribe were involved in the decision, it was disproportionate. And then he kind of started cutting me off. Uh, I'll explain. So it was disproportionate because there's only... I believe one Saginaw Chippewa tribe member in a panel of all white people. So he would have been outvoted regardless. Uh, number two, another issue is when I was talking to uh, Daniel Jackson from seventh generation, I learned that um, the person who's the representative for us here um, at CMU who helps to like make the, the decisions with the tribe in CMU, like how it relates to CMU is I believe owns or is at least very heavily involved with or has stake in or something. I'm pretty sure owns though Soaring Eagle Casino. So he has a financial interest um, to just go along with what CMU says. And also this man is rich because casino money and he's not really familiar with the rest of his community. Um, The rest of the community is pretty poor. There's a lot of language loss, a lot of um, their schools, like their tribal schools, don't have as much funding as they used to and of course there's lots of funding and I know there's that's a whole just like separate thing there's lots of things that need to be funded um but again that's just the the whole the whole even just like the whole thing that there are so many things that need to be funded funded that in itself shows a financial interest to just go along with what CMU says because something that really stuck out to me that Daniel said was they worry that if they don't comply with what CMU says then they're going to be they're going to lose their their platform to talk to people they're going to lose CMU support and they'll in in turn get less money for the things that they need and people won't be able to talk to them more but Bob Davies was like, oh, we we take, we have a lot of uh, interest with the tribe. Like the tribe, we give the tribe a platform by using their name to come speak to us. And they always come to our events. And, you know, we do a, a local thing with the high school. And we're teaching students a lot about 
to the tribe and I even said I was like you know I don't really know that much about the tribe and I didn't know that much about the tribe at all until I went to go speak to Daniel what exactly is it that we're learning from them and what platform exactly do we give them if I don't know anything about them and I still know more than the rest of the general population like I, I feel confident to say that I know more than the rest of the general population about um the local tribe because I actually went to go talk to them obviously I'm not a member and like local people would probably know a lot more I don't want to be like a little jerk about it like obviously I'm not I'm not like a scholar on them or anything like that you know it's just it's false to say that he's giving them a platform to speak to us a lot of the time he also said did you know that we give uh the Saginaw Chippewa tribe they they get a little segment on ESPN every time we have a football game and they're allowed to talk to ESPN about whatever they want and they can promote themselves however they want and blah 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 blah. and I don't know have you all seen have you all seen them on the ESPN because let me know if this is true even if it were true a segment on ESPN doesn't give doesn't give anybody enough time to talk about something actually important like language loss culture loss and how CMU was taking advantage of them and I said well would you ever consider changing the name without asking them first like would you ever just say hey you know we've decided uh, after all this time our origins with the nickname were not very good racist in fact because it, it you, we used to be you used to be our mascot um we've decided it's probably time to go it's not very great we've decided we're going to change it to something cute perhaps the chipmunks very adorable because then we could keep fire up chips um and i asked him that and he was like no why would we do that it's so ingrained in our culture and it's part of who we are and in fact i think it would be wrong for us to go ahead and do that without them telling without their expressed desire to to want to change the nickname so tell me y'all does that make sense to you all right and lastly because i don't want to take too much time about this because it's not the main point of my video i guess but um I also asked Bob Davies, I said, what are, do you have any plans to do like reparations? Like, would you ever, would the school ever consider paying reparations to the tribe because we took so much land from them and stuff? And he was like, yeah, we're working on it. Like his, his actual real life words again were, yeah, we're working on it. Very funny. Um, finally, finally, for real this time, uh, another one of the students asked him um if you weren't the president of the university what job do you think you would have and his wife said something kind of nice she was like oh i would like um i would uh i would do something with the kids for sure and bob davies said you know i really don't see myself being anything other uh, being anything else other than the president very funny like he's so he's that out of touch with the students and doesn't care about us that much very funny um and another thing about just like the other kids that were there like no offense to them but like i'm not saying this to be like a jerk to them or like i don't know just just be like a punk about it like i i really I, i'm saying this for a very particular reason but so they were just asking him like little itty bitty baby questions they were like so what's your favorite place to eat where's your favorite place to eat on campus or like what's your favorite uh what's your favorite cmu tradition that we have just like silly little questions like that and i think the questions that i was asking them and jenna was asking them they were like not happy with us asking them like they 
I thought about this afterwards, but they just seemed to like kind of be like looking over at us, like talking amongst themselves, and they weren't engaged like with what was really happening, which is absurd because I just think it's so strange and annoying that people defend an institution that doesn't care about them. Like this happens so much. Like why do you care about CMU, and they don't care about you? So I know that um, because so many people have complained about the dining situation, they've decided to give us extra, like, flex dollars. Well, not me, because I don't eat on campus anymore. Um, but the, the other students, um, extra flex dollars, um, which is nice. But the thing is, like, flex dollars, you spend it at, like, Einstein bagels or, like, Starbucks or sandwich place or, like, in the pod and the market and stuff. Not only are those options not open all the time, like, I know Einstein's isn't open on the weekends and stuff if you want to eat, um, and, like, the pod is open all the time, like, late at night and everything, but the pod doesn't have, like, actual, like, food, like, meal food, they have, like, snacks, and they have, like, frozen meals, but that's not the same as, like, eating a meal, and, like, in the RFOC, you're supposed to eat, like, a balanced food a balanced food like they have fruit and vegetables and whatever and that's not something you can get from uh like the pod or other markets like that or really even just like like around campus like you can eat like a meal i guess like a sandwich is a meal but like again it's not open all the time it's just not really helpful so that's not really something you can that's not something that really helps the situation and even like in in a world where somebody could go to the store and buy actual groceries which again they shouldn't have to because their meal plan is supposed to pay for their meals and they shouldn't have to pay for extra meals but even if they did and they like got groceries to like make a meal on their own there's yet another issue which is that the stoves and ovens around campus I know at least in the towers there's like only a handful there's only like one per um like hall like living hall thing and not all of them are open this year because there's like they're doing like renovations so that's like very limited amount of places to cook and it's gross in there just like as a side note like it's nasty and you probably don't want to have to cook meals in there so i have to just think at the end of the day they did this without planning like they they I see I feel like CMU does a lot of stuff where they just like decide to change something and they don't really think of like the ramifications. They don't really think about what it'll actually mean. Like they don't plan it out and look at all of the, the sides and like talk to experts and be like, Hey, should we really be doing this or not? Like they just kinda do stuff randomly and then people complain about it usually and then they're just like they either will be like, we love the students and we will change this um, because they realize that it doesn't work and their idea was really dumb. Or they say, they double down and they're like, no, actually, we are still great and you guys just need to get over it. Like with this and like with the nickname, uh, which is very silly. I feel like at the end of the day, it's ableist because not everybody can go to everywhere to eat um it's classes because not everybody can afford to buy food and i don't think cmu considered that 
the dining halls are very consistent food for people who have meal plans who may have like scholarships that that include meal plans in them so that they can have consistent food all the time and balanced food as balanced as it can be like again like i have issues with and everybody has issues with the food like the food isn't that good for you i would say like it's not it's not normal food if it makes you like sick all the time and not feel good and also like it just used to make us like i used to eat and i was so so hungry at the end of the day like that's not normal but that's beside the point like it had like fruits and vegetables so you could get like a balanced meal like you could have like other options to sustain yourself and it's just annoying in general like it's just annoying to people like you shouldn't have to go outside to to walk all the way to eat like that's that's dumb and silly and i feel like cmu just didn't think about this and now they're very angry that people are like hey um this was a bad idea like maybe you didn't realize it was a bad idea but it's a bad idea and for whatever reason they're just like no (laughs) it's a good idea when I was talking especially about like the the nickname last year when I did my interviews and I was like talking about it a lot and I was doing a lot of stuff about it like I, I like I received like a couple of comments and they were like well you know like we got permission so like I feel like you don't know what you're talking about or like when I posted stuff about like the the signs around CMU that say like we are anti-racist and I was making fun of it because you can't be anti-racist if you choose to use the name of a tribe that you stole stuff from as a cute little nickname like that's silly but I don't I'm not just being mean to Bob Davies like I'm sure he's probably a nice person I feel like I always say that but like I never had the opportunity to I guess like talk to him in a real environment in an environment where there's not a bunch of students around or like bringing him like facts and like speaking to him I guess I don't know in a more pleasant way or something but I'm not I wasn't just like I'm not just saying this to be mean and like like destroy his character like or just be angry and silly and mad about it like I was I was I was mad about it like it, I was I was quite annoyed I I was I called um my boyfriend and my brother and I was a I was I was a I was an angry girl um the when it happened <laughs> but it's just we should have leaders and people in charge and like our leadership and the board of trustees and our president and our professors even should be like real people like they should understand like what's happening and they should truly think about and center the students first but it's never student centered first it's always alumni centered first because they give us money it's always like money centered like the whole the whole uh football game at forward field is money centered they get more money from that it doesn't actually better the community in any way because if they cared about students in the community they would say hey we're gonna have um this rivalry game the western rivalry game on a weekend so you guys can all go and it'll be here at our stadium obviously so we can help support local businesses when the alumni come down but they're like no we're gonna put it in forward field on a wednesday like that's so silly and i don't even care about football like i don't care about football but that's just an example of like they don't they don't center the students first the thing that also just like made me so annoying and I was just like it it always just like confuses me and it's so annoying to me like when the students who are asking Bob Davies like those so little like fluff questions I'm like why don't you like care about what's happening at CMO like why aren't like why aren't you paying attention and why aren't you like looking at the problems and saying yeah that's a problem like nobody's mad at you for choosing to go to school here even though it has problems like it's it's your responsibility as a person who who 
it's just your it's you should you should feel responsible for helping people who have less privilege than you and are more marginalized than you because we took the like i cannot reiterate this more like we took the land from them like we don't this isn't supposed to be here technically like we took land from them we took money from them we took opportunity from them so like you know like i know like cmu does some like some stuff with like max scholars obviously i'm a max scholar and i've had the privilege to get a scholarship to come to school here because of my my background um and i know like a lot of like indigenous people get scholarships to cmu well not i I don't say like a lot i don't actually know the number but i know that there is a scholarship that exists for indigenous people for cmu but that doesn't that's not equivalent to what we've taken away like we got rid of their culture like we took away their like there used to be a boarding school here dog like there used to be a whole boarding school here and we messed up people's lives and now we're just like we're keeping the name because we think it's cute like we should we should want a leadership who reflects our opinions and the opinions of our community who cares about the community and the students who knows what's going on and isn't just I'm sorry, a puppet for the the board of trustees to continue taking our money, consuming money from us, and then having their name spread about like when we succeed, like that's stupid. <laughs> like they should be working for us. Like I don't know, like they should be working for us. And I know people say that all the time, but it's really true. Like I guess in short, please, 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 just stop blindly supporting things. Like it's so annoying. I'm sorry, but. Like, if, if somebody is critical of something, not just myself, I mean, I guess maybe I'm guilty of this, too, like, when other people are critical of things, but we need to, like, be a big girl and or big person and look at what they're saying and then actually think about it and reflect about it. Like, why do you blindly support an institution? Like, an institution? That's not... I'm not... When you, when you attack an institution, you're not, like, personally offending anyone. Like, if you're offended by that, why? Like, it's so strange. Like, you need to look at the institution as a whole, realize that they exist to make money. All institutions exist to make money. They, they profit off of someone. So I'm not just, like, saying random stuff just to be a jerk about it. And that's what offended me so much about, about Bob Davies' defensiveness. So I'm like, I'm not just saying this to be a jerk to you or to, like get attention from these random people who live in northwest who are asking you stupid baby questions like i'm asking you because i actually know that it's a problem and you should know that it's a problem you should care when i record podcast episodes by myself i I tend to get very ranty so if this is ranty my bad um it will it will be better in the future so thank you again for joining me uh we're going to talk to my buddy boy mike gonzalez and maybe max um, a Logan as well about the way women are portrayed in video games. We might talk a little bit about Dave Chappelle, maybe perhaps in another episode. I've got big plans, big, big plans. So please stay with me. Thank you for joining me. And um, yeah, try to try to pass on this knowledge or, you know, your own knowledge to other people in a respectful way. Again, this was a little ranty, but if I was talking to you in real life, I'd be like, hey, I know you don't get this. Let me please try to explain it to you. So that's all. Have a very wonderful, nice day. Goodbye.